original. No. It's the original root beer. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Hires Hires is the one that looks like a barrel. No. That's why when like you get like barrel fucking shit in your uh in your Halloween candy, it's Hires. They're doing I Hires. I got that barrel shit in my It's Hires. Yeah, you have that barrel. No, barrel candy. I said that when I was a kid, I used to get barrel candy that I used to dislike, but at the same time, I found out later, oh, those are supposed to be like higher barrels. It's like root root beer barrel. Took actual pieces of wood and gave it to you for candy? Yeah, that's it. I'm seeing it. Now you see, you never, you've never barrel. seen that before? I've never seen that before. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. I've never yeah. seen that before. Oh, God. Get off my back, man. I thought, you know, it, I just thought you might have seen it before. Like, you know, I, I've been drinking that bullshit. Stop tripping. I don't care. I'm giving you one more chance. Stop your front. An evening of legendary Texas rhythm and blues. Barbara Lynn. That's the original. Oh, this is what I this is what I told my friend. This is my first favorite song. This is my first favorite song ever. First. Yeah. If I ever had a favorite song, this is my first ever favorite song. Yeah, like, 
That's what being there is for. Everybody had that freaking black leather jacket. Living in Detroit that, shit. Looks like, that looks like you should belong in Call in if you know what Like, I just, when they, 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 they
Jeff Black. Jump rock jumps Ooh, upon the scene with a lean and a hardcore dream. The dream wasn't crafted to be pornographic. Compared to the more started from the crib plus kids. Don't need to hear all of that on a rap. The strength of my vibe placed chubs on the map because authority. Seniority like, was like, yeah, the yeah, yeah, that's what I like. And you know what I like. So it's not as if you don't know what I like. Kind of like, oh, oh, this isn't, this isn't I just said it's spicy. That's this all is, I said. This all I said is it was spicy. It's spicy. I don't look for that shit in my wine. That's on you. All that bullshit, that's on you. Alright? I never said any of that bullshit. You, that bullshit. you know what's amazing? No, what's amazing is that this computer never plays any fucking ads. So, like, every time I play, like, my fucking gigs, it just plays it straight through, and it's so awesome. Except for that perfume one. No, I, no, I put that on there. You put a freaking ad in there? Yeah, that's my ad. That's your ad? Yeah, look it, look it up. It's on there. Yeah, YSL, you'll see it. It's me. I did that. There's no ads. No, no, that was an ad. It's not on your playlist. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Keep looking. You haven't found it, idiot. It's on there. I know it's on there. Oh, it is. Holy shit. I told you, you idiot. Stupid glasses. I'll tell you, no, it's not on there. The monitor is It's not on there. Yes, it is. There's no fucking way it's not on there because it fucking played. Yeah, there's no fucking way it's not on there because it played. This motherfucker here asked me to do an eye test. It's not even an eye test. I knew it. You dared me. And I was like, motherfucker, I know what's on there, motherfucker. ad in the playlist. Yes. And I said, yes, I put one on there. So when you said there were no ads, you technically And I said, no, there's one ad. While Jeff was on the beatbox And I put it on there You You were brought to you by You sent last you, you, Whatever the fuck that bullshit Get it right Whatever man Yeah that asshole yourself. Yeah, Alright sure Whatever Either way it was on there I just like that fucking song. Yeah. And it lasts for like one minute. And it's awesome. Right? I couldn't imagine it. Like, if I had to listen to that song for like three minutes. Nope. But like, that one minute of that song. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. 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 Yep. Bing bong boom. The most original, amazing, astounding, miraculous, remarkable, startling, sensational. That should just be your catchphrase, bing bong boom. Whenever something great, like bing bong boom. No, 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 it's not. I'm not being an apple. That is the perfect finish for anything. You have a good night of sex. Good evening. <clears throat> Bing bong boom. Good night and good luck. Right? Whatever the fuck they say. It should be like the new. That's what she said. Bing yeah, bong boom. That's whatever. Yeah, what do we got next? We have the. Wait, is he still alive? We have George Michel. I don't know what that means. George Michael. Oh. Is that what's next? George Michel. Yeah. Fuck yeah. God, it's so, like I said, it's so weird that it never interrupts it. So it just goes. How the fuck does that happen? You guys have, like, YouTube. What? It's because I played this because I put this on my list. This next on the list. Next. Damn, that freaking cross earring. That's just, that's classic. I don't know anybody, okay, you know anybody else that would rock that cross earring? Yes. And you, did you grow up with anybody who rocked that cross earring? Yes. Did you rock that cross earring? No. <laughs> So there was somebody at your school that like Absolutely that would wear that stupid ass bullshit. It looked like goofballs. It's all good. And the and the and the uh the the, the uh, There are a bunch of faggots. There was a bunch of gay guys and the too. Car- the cardigans was no it wasn't the bunch. Like there were a bunch of like actors and shit. They were like gay dudes. They, they, they would do all that bullshit. Yeah. I like that. Wait, did people know that he was gay? I did. Why don't you just let me go? Maybe not everybody. Oh, I really love to know. I just didn't Why? Why? What? What? What made you what think? What gave him what? away? What gave him away? The faggot. <laughs> no fucking way. Look at I, that. I'm not endorsing that particular statement, but in a certain way. Blue-eyed soul. Born Giorgio 
Panayotos Kyriakos Panayoto. Yeah, yeah, he's Greek, ain't he? Panayoto. Yeah. He's really Greek. That's a hell of a Greek name. He's like super Greek. I think that's how I found out he was gay. Because that's that really weird. Wait, what? Wait, what? No, because like all he would do was like all these like weird modeling gigs and shit. And he was like, what the fuck? This guy. What the fuck? And like, he ended up with these modeling gigs, but he ended up in like, hey, you be I did it. That's you my that's bastard. my fault. That's my fault. I did that. What the hell? Oh, too short. Yeah, that's my fault. Better not spill that shit. My fault. My bad. Sorry. I apologize. Is hot. But I'm there like all my friends. So when you call me fake, fake, be 
for real. They call me short dog cause I'm hard as hell. Hope your girlfriend's name ain't Linnell. I screwed her last night in the cheap motel. Like I told her through in the toss up cheek. That's what I was thinking. The late, the late George Michael. Stop cracking. Be like short dog and start lying. He's very dead. Okay. In the early hours of Christmas 2016, Michael died in bed at his home at Goring on Thames. Are you assuming he had a bathroom stall installed in his house? Why need to go outside? Just no, I'm just being a dick. Now I'm just being a dick. You just install the stall doors, and that's all you need. Yeah, bro. That makes you feel more comfortable. Yeah. Need to go 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 home. Would you would you would you have that instead of like just a regular ass toilet? Like, yeah, like yeah, fuck all that regular. Like fuck that regular. To- Man, I'm rich. I'm George Michael rich. I'm George Michael rich. Let me let me put some uh, let me put some stall doors up in this motherfucker, man. Make me feel comfortable. My dick hard. Every time I go to the bathroom, I push my dick hard. It just makes me comfortable. Every time I fucking go to the bathroom, my dick gets hard. Because I'm in a stall, nigga. My dick. I can't wait to fuck a motherfucker. My dick's so hard. Now I'm in the motherfucking stall, nigga. Yo, B. This is what happens when you transition from George Michael to Too Short. One after the other. They're the same person. Then you start talking about They're the same person. And bathroom stalls. They're basically the same person that's for Call in if you think, if you believe, if you know for sure that George Michael and rapper Too Short are the same person. Hey, they're not the same guy, but they're the same, like, like mindset. They're the same fucking guy in that way. They're the same mindset. They neither of them give a fuck about women. They just want to fuck pussy and like get it in. It's so weird. Like I never understand that. Does this also sound like the inside of 1990? I don't know. I I dropped off 1999. So I, 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 don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I might be. What are you saying? Yeah. 
Call me too short, call me too thin But you wouldn't get a dime out of this pen So just give it up, baby, and I'll run right through you Maybe, just maybe, I'll come back to you I'm right in front of the future Future is hot. Future is hot. It, it is. It is a. It is a buy. Yeah. Is that what definite you think? buy? But yeah. I you am, know what, Jeff? I am I've bullish. Never asked you I am bullish on the future. I've never asked you about the future. What do you think about the future? For real. Do you think we'll be having flying cars at some point? I'm asking you. Oh, what do I think about the future? Yeah. I know that the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. You are an asshole. I'm not. I'm quoting. <laughs> I'm quoting. I'm quoting. <laughs> bing, bang, boom. You are a complete shithead, an asshole, and worthless, and not. Damn, I bring the wine and you call me an asshole. Worthless. Fine. Absolutely Fine. worthless. Fine. What the fuck was that? That's the future? Is fucking uh, Whitney Houston dead ass? She's already dead. She died years How ago. How many of these freaking artists are you listening to are dead? Except for George. None Biden. of these motherfuckers. Bop, bop. This song is awesome. It's one of my favorite songs.
gets it, you can always skip it. You got, you have the remote, baby. Also known as a mouth or the mouth. But there you go. Are you afraid of years my... ago, a no. friend of mine what asked me to say some MC rhymes, so I said this rhyme I'm about to say. Well. The rhyme was there, but then it went this way. Took a test to become an MC, and on his became amazed at me. So Larry put me inside, stacked to lack. The sugar drove off, and we never came back. They shut the record down to Ooh, the bone, and now they got me rocking on the microphone, and then we're talking autographs, and tears and laughs, and champagne, caviar, and bubble bath. Uh, that's the life uh, that I lead, and you suck at MC. It's IP, so take that and move back. Catch a heart attack because there's nothing in the world that run no level like a cold chill at a party in the B Boy stand. And rock on the mic and make the girls wanna dance. Fly like a dove and come from up above. I'm rocking over my
<laughs> well, it's their playlist. Three minutes. This is my song. I love this. Why does it begin the whole fun? Yeah. This is the jam. This is your This is it, baby. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Happy second anniversary. I'm, I'm, I'm glad my mic. That's how. This goes out for year three. The future looks great. Yeah. We better wear shades, huh?
piles and piles of filthy cash. I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Bamtastic's Deep in the Mission where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a... Welcome to Racers Alley again on a Thursday night here at Mutiny Radio in the middle of the heart of the mission. Haven't been here in two weeks, so uh, welcome back, everybody. And uh, uh, not a lot nicer here tonight. Last week we had like seven days of just miserable storms, which is great for our water table. But uh, boy, oh boy, it was kind of crazy here. I mean, when us San Franciscans bitch about weather, I hear a lot of other folks out there having a lot harder time in sub freezing uh, temperatures. However, RAR, here we are. So, anyways, so we're going to get set up tonight, and uh, we're actually going to have, uh, well, a guest DJ, Milk Crate Brian, who's been a guest on our show more than once, and he's going to be spinning some albums, as well as uh, Wade's going to be in here shortly and uh, talk about future racing. I believe uh, Sacramento Mile's coming up uh, very soon, and uh, we'll talk about that uh, dirt track stuff. Anyhow, uh, I'll be back shortly. Uh, listen to a little bit of a cheap trick, and uh, get back to you soon. Welcome to Racers Alley here at Mutiny Radio. Yar.
are, you are. So anyways, uh, we got Milk Crate Brian here tonight, uh, DJing, and uh, got some tunes going on soon, and uh, we're kind of figuring out the new system here, which is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, Brian, you, uh, let's see here, why don't you uh, fire it up here in a sec, why don't you say hi. Hey everybody, we're going to start out with a little Judas Priest heading out on the highway. You are, you are.
at his goddamn end.
Right on, right on. Hey, welcome back to Racers Alley here at Meet Radio in the heart of the mission. And uh, uh, welcome, uh, DJ Milk Crate Brian. Hey, ah, thank, thank you, you very for the much tunes. for the opportunity. It's always great to spend some good tunes. It is awesome. And, you know, it's the first time, actually, we've been able to actually... Uh, have our own music. Usually I just put on a CD and then from there we just uh, do what we do. So it's a uh, pretty cool. Thanks for, I thanks was, for coming on I thought on it was in. about time we had to step up your music game. You know, you can't just play whatever's <laughs> yeah. in the CD player. Well, whatever we keep finding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Wade, welcome. How you doing, mate? Oh, yeah, good. Hang right on. Tell us what's going on. Um, I'm not going to Daytona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, sp- we spent our, our quarter going to Phillip Island. But we'll be checking it out. That Daytona is next. The sun is, is kind of staying out. Everybody's getting ready to go race into some form or another. Um, so I think Willow Springs is actually next for us, middle of next month or something like that. But Would that be armor racing, Willow Springs? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, uh, racing is starting. Uh, talking about that, I mean, uh, AFM is going to be here, uh, I believe, uh, March, uh, mid-March uh, 13, 14, 15 area. Uh, I'll get the exact dates, but you know what I'm talking about. And uh, they'll be at Button Willow for the first two races. So uh, a lot of uh, track, uh, track days coming up as well. You know, uh, Wade and I were just talking the other day about, I think, Fun track days, Fun one track of our days. boys. Those are really good guys. Yeah, our buddy Steve, and uh, he he came by the shop Tokyo Moto the other day, and uh, he's an instructor out there, and uh, was mentioning how many days they're getting out there, and I believe you you know the the gentleman who runs it, right? Yeah, I'll think of his name in a minute. Yeah, exactly. Anyhow. Uh, anyhow uh, they're doing a bunch of track days right now, and I mean, uh, really good deals. I mean, you could do three days at Thunder Hill coming up really soon. I mean, like a three hundred bucks or something. And uh, I would like to have one of the boys here actually and talk about that and uh, start promoting that because it's a great way to actually learn uh, anything. I mean, as far as the street rider, we get a lot of people on R threes now in the two fifties and the four hundreds. That's a big class now. You get a lot more bikes coming in that are um, um, yeah entry level, but it's so affordable racing. There's even a company that's renting them. You show up, you, you rent their bike, exactly. play all day, you hand it back. Again, we'll get back to you with that name. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're not actually in business. We're just playing here, you know, Racer's Alley. So Yeah, and, and the thing is, I mean, there are a lot of opportunities now, like you're saying. I mean, back in the old days, you'd have to buy anything. Now you can actually go there and uh, turnkey uh, yeah. and, uh, Ninja and 400. Really, in the yeah. old days, there was no practice other than yeah, on race true. day. There was no track day. Still is, so, right. is that right? Yeah, you, I, I'm too young to, to remember you, that. I've you, always known about open track days. Yeah. And you could go dirt ride, but you couldn't find any pavement other than the street. So it's really nice to have a, a track that you can go play on, and every inch of it is like yours. Yeah, I mean, I learned on Mines Road, and you learned on Highway 1, and I mean, you know, back where, you know, you start is where you learn, you know, nowadays, uh, you're, you're lucky enough to have the machinery that is turnkey, as well as a lot of opportunities to be out there in various tracks. I mean, uh, uh, nowadays, I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to go out there and learn, where in the old days, I mean... Um, you learn sometimes with hard knocks. You know, I mean, you're out there on a back road, yeah. and you you get you get off wrong and go fast, right? No runoff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> track day, they have an ambulance. It's a, it's a pl- adult sandbox. Yeah, it's you a, can nice get day. hurt, but there's somebody there looking out for you. Exactly, and uh, also a bunch of runoff and all that wonderful stuff. And uh, very privatized uh, instruction nowadays. Uh, there's some folks out there. Just recently, uh, one of our boys, uh, uh, Zeki, who comes by our shop all the time on uh, wonderful bikes. 
weeks. Uh, I believe he's going to Sears Point this weekend, and the instructor there is solely uh, working on lean angles, wow. uh, body positioning. So now you know, he, there's different courses out there that he'll do, you know, where he'll just the clinic will be about one aspect of, 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 of doing the, I guess, the art of racing or, or riding, so to speak. So it's, it's interesting. I've seen know. some weird ones, too. A couple of my coworkers were talking about going to wheelie school. Yeah. Apparently wheelie yeah. school is now a thing. They put yep. you on an yep. overpowered yeah. bike with a wheelie bar on the back of it so you can't loop yourself. It is pretty neat, actually. Yeah, they give I mean, you a four-hour course a on wheelies. Yeah, I've, yeah, I wanted to try that because I'm not a wheelie master, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, they have a big old girder type of really interesting frame, and basically we're gonna go right, and then it lets you. But if you go, you know, if you go over, it just knocks you back, and then you're you're all good. Yeah. And that's kind of neat to not yeah. be able to have the uh, hurting ass yeah. or banging head thing. I saw the one where it's like tied down, and it it looks like that. I've only seen pictures of it and stuff, but yeah, I'm totally old school. You had to go learn, go find a hill or something and learn the yeah. hard way. <laughs> That's all I learned was uphill. Exactly, hard knocks. It's all in the throttle. You don't get excited. And if you can do 25 miles an hour, you go beep. And you do your 25 miles an hour. It's all about keeping the throttle smooth. Yep. The, rear, the rear brake is a Band-Aid. Every, it's the next level. It all starts in the throttle. Interesting. So. Sitting back was what did it for me. I realized that I had to get my ass back on the back of that dirt bike seat to get the front up because with all the gas on the KLR, you got 50 pounds of weight. Oh, the KLR 650. So if, you're, yeah. if your body's there yeah. too, and yeah, and it's put, not going up. You put your weight into the seat and lean back and gas it, grab second gear and it'll come right up. <laughs> Just give right. a little, little tug then, on the bars maybe? And then there's like the beginner zone, the really, you gotta get on the gas, get on the gas, and then it goes into the mellow zone where you gotta let off the gas and you just coast. And then after that, the danger zone, you kind to get too high but there's a zone right in there the zone it's the klr is like a rocking chair this you is racer's alley wheelie class right you now. set it back in the rocking chair and you click third gear and you can go forever that's, that's great. I mean, uh, you know, the KLR, I believe you had the KLX out there a while back. And, uh, you what, know, what do you do with the 80 mile an hour wheelie bump? Right? You just up, lift it up, and you won the mile on one of those. And apparently, yeah. you're running the wheelie across all, well, not apparently, it's a fact. You're running wheelie all across the straights. All the way down the back straightaway. I went in deeper into turn three than most anybody else would ever do. I like to leave the highest mark. Yeah, it was a, it was a great, great scene. Everyone was having a lot of fun that day and yeah i mean uh, you know you're a wheelie master and uh, we're we you know we do have a talented pool here in the bay area when it comes to you know certain things and uh yeah cory call i believe was one of those guys and uh or still is i believe right now he's i think he's running out there afm is really <laughs> wow. kicking i ass. get in trouble anytime my front wheel comes up at the afm <laughs> oh i know he's <laughs> nowadays yeah you gotta be uh, under rules and uh, uh, as far as the regular ride i mean you have your wheelie bumps and everything in between, right? Yeah, you I know? can show you where all the wheelie bumps are. Yeah, exactly. I'm, which I, I don't know, and I've never been really talented at that. And going back to the yeah. school, you know, I could see doing that, but really, I'd just rather to do it, just go get a dirt bike, go to Carnegie, and fall on the dirt. Yeah, you know? it hurts but, a lot yeah. less falling. <laughs> that, that, that's really the best way, place, and way to learn, really, is in the dirt and everything. So, similar kind of thing, they all came out with doing the, the Honda 100 or 150. 
race it around a little short track, whatever, kind of same thing. It'll also wheelie. Some bikes really don't want a wheelie and you're totally struggling, but if you get a right bike, put it on a hill, nice straightaway or something, you can learn how to do it. So I basically, I couldn't really, my first bike was a Suzuki 90. I, I could get the front wheel up, but I couldn't go anywhere. And then I got a Suzuki 185. And I learned how to go through all the gears. A two-stroker, right? Yeah. Was the ninety the was the bike previously the one before that a four-stroker? No, they were both two-stroke. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm originally a two-stroke kid, uh, but, but they don't hard, they don't make then. them anymore. What's a two-stroke? Hopefully, they're working on it. I think KTM's got a dirt bike out there somewhere. And yeah, they're putting injectors on. They'll come back. It's just yeah. another circle. We want to sell you all this cool new stuff. Dude, a 500 two-stroke of fuel injection. They tried that before. No, it should a couple be a thousand by now. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. You know, 500 two-stroke is no longer viable. It really does. Compared to that, I mean, those were the you benchmark gotta, in the day, and now a new R1, a Ducati Corsa, all those BMWs, all them things that do 200 miles an hour. So I guess I guess a 500 two-stroke does need to be pumped up now, huh? Yep, yep. <laughs> better have more. I never thought about that. Holy moly. You're not sleeping in the corner. <laughs> so, yeah, so like we're at Phillip Island, you think and dream that, oh, the TZ750, oh, it's the ultimate, ultimate. there's nothing faster. Uh, my buddy got 22nd. The Suzuki's, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's going faster than a TZ750. Yeah, because the technology back then was the 70s, I guess. And then now, I mean, with all this new, uh, you know, uh, Terminator-type technology, it, it's uh, the bikes just, well, I yeah. mean, they're putting out 200 horsepower. I yeah, mean, geez, so, so know, stock. For, for, <laughs> for, that's in theory an 80, 82, 83 model. So we're about to build two right now. We're trying to decide whether to go Suzuki or Kawasaki. Kawasaki's hard to get parts for, so we're probably going to go with the Suzuki. As far um, as a motor for a rig? Yeah, Katana 1000. Suppose if you put the 1000 together with the 1100 crank, you get the, the super motor and you go from there. and you, Longevity and torque and everything. Yeah. Nice. And then if the frame's not good enough, he's threatening, well, we'll check out the frame. There's one frame, stock frame out there. Everybody else has a Harris or a Spondent or something. Yeah. Oh, that, so, which is, uh, we should get a GoFundMe for that. How much are those frames? <laughs> I don't know. Way too much. They wouldn't tell me. Exactly. If you have to ask, then uh, please go. So text Craigslist. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Right on. So, uh, yeah, as far as schools go, we got a bunch of schools going on. And uh, try checking them out. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, one of my friends was talking, and uh, they did it even in the rain. They didn't want to go out there. The gentleman who was, I was mentioning about the fun track days, and uh, he comes into our shop, Tokimoto, a really cool guy. And I didn't know he was actually a he's a he's a I guess you could say an instructor. And uh, I, apparently, I know a lot of instructors that come into the shop. It's it's quite interesting. And uh, you know, what better way to get track time as well as being an instructor? And you know, he mentioned it, it was like it was a, a, a really shitty weekend where it was pouring, it's Thunder Hill, and it was just like, oh yeah, wet sheets, and it's cold. And goes, oh man, you know, we just wanted to pack it up and go home. And it's like. 
then four guys from LA came in and it's just like we drove all the way here when are we going out <laughs> you know guess what uh, <laughs> you we're gonna go, get wet yeah you gotta go to work you know but uh, you know if you have an opportunity I mean if you really want to learn uh, if you go out in, in the rain and, and on a racetrack especially it's nice because you, your conditions are really controlled you want to learn uh, it's great to be able to have a, 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 a I guess an organization that's willing to actually go out on a track day in the rain because your 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 learning is going to get exponentially yeah. greater. I mean, it's it's you're going to be so much better in the dry after you do that track yeah, day. Yeah, that's actually yeah. so rare. It's good yeah. that they politely forced them into doing that. Yeah, <laughs> it really teaches you how to be smooth. And when will you get a chance like that? No obstacles, no cars, no idiots. Yeah, exactly. Just. Yeah, yeah it was, it, uh, it's nothing to run into like a wall or off into the marsh. You yeah. know, it's like it's, and you still got your your turn workers or your ambulance sitting there just in case. Well, he did mention. I mean, they were picking bu- picking up bikes, but you have to expect that. I mean, the only way you learn how to ride in the rain uh, in a racetrack is when you fall, mm-hmm. and then you know what the the, the, the uh, temperaments are. You know. Um, it's, it's you know it's it's all about exploring limits you know and uh, it's it's incredible to be able to do that and, <laughs> and or feeling your way to the limits so that you don't quite go over them enough exactly. to put you on the ground yeah I was just gonna go oh, until you crash away it's looking at me it's like ah oh, we're not supposed to crash Alex not supposed to crash yeah exactly that's a different one sport. rule <laughs> different sport yeah exactly we're, we're we're a precision sport you know not dirt biking like flying a missile or whatever yeah you got to get to the finish line and climb off your bike and go yeah that was great yeah our friend Riyama actually went out one day on the Thunder Hill track day and a bunch of boys are out there and they're all sitting there and it's pouring and she went out there and I forget exactly what she was riding at the time more of a TL 1000 or 650 DL or whatever and uh, something like that and uh, she went out there and she's just doing lap after lap in the pouring fucking rain and it was just like I was proud of her it's like yeah, yeah they're all out there having lunch and shit you know worrying about the rain and I'm just doing laps and yeah, you know, she, that makes you so much better. She rides yeah. with us on Sunday. She, she was born a minute ago, got her first motorcycle, knew nothing, yeah. showed up on her doorstep. I remember. Yeah. And she goes everywhere. She She's a everywhere. badass now. Yeah. Yeah, she really is. A high respects to her. You know, it's, it's, it's really mm-hmm. neat. You know, if you have if you have the gumption and uh, really, you know, want to do it, I mean, within a few years, you can go a long way. Yeah, excuse me, allergies. Uh-oh, Holy yeah. moly, I've been having allergies this week lately, and uh, here in the area, no, it's springtime. Like, springtime, yeah, we've been having some good bunch, rains. So yeah. So, so wait, happened the roads up there uh, doing the SMR? I mean, has uh, rain uh, brought any uh, springs or any uh, kind of uh, potholes and weird shit? There's a one new pothole that shouldn't be there. We got new pavement, so in most places, it's actually pretty good, and it's actually fairly clean considering. Um, it's well, usually much dirtier on a, on a storm, but this one kind of cleaned everything out. There's definitely a new pothole, but the city has got potholes everywhere. Yeah, yeah, the, our everywhere. city is. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to call this Rim Bender City. And then, and then they Jeez. put funky little patches on them, little band-aids. They're not good enough. So you put your patch on, and then t- <laughs> you walk away, and it sinks another inch or two. <laughs> But you did pay a bunch of San Francisco municipal workers their day's wage. 
So they got to come back the next. They got to watch that movie. Yeah, and then they pick it up and fill it again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's they got like, yeah. to watch that movie, Cars. Remember when dude had to go do it over again? <laughs> do it yeah. right the first time and do a little extra because because you're getting paid to do it. You got to slop, slop it on the pavement. You know, fix a little more than just your one little dot. Yeah. You know, everything's messed up. So you uh, know, workmanship. <laughs> you know, it's not like you're buying that little couple little cups of gravel or whatever you're throwing down. No, and, uh, actually, this city is perpetually a, a pothole city. There's nothing we can do about it. R-A-R, you know, I mean, yeah. Nothing boy. we can do about it. Talk to the Romans, will you? <laughs> exactly, you know. Yeah, or Europeans. Talk to Germany, or, you know, any of those places. But anyway, uh, I want to say, you know, uh, Mutiny Radio here is uh, sponsoring us here, and uh, our show is here, and uh, we love them. And uh, Pamtastic is really having a big deal coming up uh it's the uh, uh fourth annual mutiny radio comedy festival if i have my glasses on correctly anyways we're gonna have 50 comics and uh, 26 uh shows in five days it's gonna be a great time please come and visit we're gonna be here for between march 1st and march 5th uh we're actually located uh, you know on 21st street at florida here in the mission and it's a great great place actually a lot of room for a lot of folks it's really a warming uh, you know it's like a great area get some tacos across the street you know that type of thing and uh you can check us out at www.muniradio.sf M www.meetneradio.fm like Frank uh, Mason. Anyhow, yeah, check us out and uh, try and get some tickets for the shows. They are going to be sold out. There's some great, great times, you know, and uh, you know it's a big deal because you know th- this month is the month that really helps us to pay for the year. You know, a lot of us here we have you know there's there's many many folks here, uh, many many shows, and you know uh, our little organization can use all the help we can always get and. Uh, uh, this is this is the festival that really helps us for the year. So come check us out between March 1st and 5th, Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival with Pamtastic, man. It'll be awesome, you know, it really will. So uh, anyhow, that being said, we're going to take a little break here and uh, get a little cheap trick, and uh, we'll have Milk Crate Brian put on his next albums. Cheers. Nothing. Nothing. I don't 
on right on. I was just mentioning to Milk Great Brian, you know, um, holy moly, it's so great to have music here, you know, personal music, and it's nice to have you here, Brian. I mean, it's awesome. Thanks a you lot. Know, it's, like, it's, it's wonderful. It's a new new uh, uh, addition to the show, and uh, yeah, going to get more, more and more uh, personal type of albums in here and such. And have a, yeah, have I can't a wait for you to way. bring in some of yours. Yeah, you let's know. get some Chicken Chong or something. You know, I think Wade mm-hmm. found a tro- uh, trove somewhere of uh, albums. And, uh, I, I got some. I don't know what it is. So it, it, same thing. Surprised. It'd be really nice to see what I got. Exactly. I know. never had a record player. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's really, really nice to have that. And uh, yeah, we'll have more and more as we go on. Yeah, I just want to thank a couple of our pals here. Moto Tire Guy, you know, uh, he helps you out with tires here in the city uh, over in the Bayview area. He's actually over in Thailand shooting the shit. And uh, he's been there with uh, actually uh, our friend Manny, California Posse, who's been a guest here as well. And uh, our friend Claudio. So all those guys been there for three weeks. I hope they're having a great time, you know, out there. Uh, uh, Manny apparently did have a little get off on his scooter. I guess the brakes had a little issue. And uh, yeah, yeah, a little, sure. little road rash because all you do is uh, ride in apparently shorts and T-shirts out there because it's so damn hot. So anyways, uh, cheers, Manny. Hope you feel better. You yeah. know, just, oh, <laughs> the vodka you didn't know. stink too much from the port. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, to our friend Armin, uh, Mr. Armin uh, Croft uh, third out there, you know, you've been doing Baja and you've been doing great. Have you seen his results? He's been winning out there on cool. his race team on a, on a bug. I don't know exactly if it's modified or anything, but you know, we'd like to have him in our on our show soon and uh, talk about that because, uh, yeah, he's well, he's out there kicking ass in the desert. You know, nice, it's really cool. Nice. Yeah, it really is. You know, he comes in and stays here for a second and goes on out there again, you know, so that's really cool. You know, uh, well, actually, uh, Bender's Bar, always uh, thank you for having us there and uh, supporting us through our TT years and uh, even now. And uh, Molotov's out there. Thank you very much for, uh, you know, supporting me as far as uh, doing the uh, clothing drives. You know, we just had the sixth year out there and uh, Stephanie, uh, she helped me out there and uh, also at Pop's Bar. And we had a really, really great uh, outcome this year with uh, getting clothes for the uh, for the homeless and such over there at, uh, you know, um, we basically uh, we donated over there to uh, let's see I think St. Andrews and, St. Anthony's uh, cool. St. Anthony's thank yeah. you mate I've seen and, a lot uh, of them on Hate Street that have more clothes it's pretty nice <laughs> yeah it's really cold out there right so it's like no, it's great so uh, we're going to be planning on doing that soon as well I'd like to you know do a few out here and it's really nice uh, every time we do it uh, you know the, the outcome's great and uh, you know it makes a difference for everyone and uh, thank you Molotovs and Stephanie for, for helping me out and starting that out and uh, Evan over at uh, MotoHub SF, uh, uh, Dima, I mean, Dima, you're out there somewhere. I think uh, you're actually traveling. Uh, I don't know exactly. Last I heard you were going towards Florida. But anyways, mm-hmm. Dima, be safe out there. And uh, he runs MotoHubSF.com, which is a, you know, a great, uh, basically, he's very personable. He'll come out to your garage and uh, do things. Uh, he's Basically, you can call him and uh, he'll be personal uh, mechanic. And he'll go out there and uh, assess what you need and uh, do that in your own garage. Uh, it's really nice out there and uh i saw earlier you know uh moto monkey school you know uh, he's out there running around now on his uh well, i guess uh 
Ninja 250 is the last I saw. So, oh, uh, yeah, have it be, uh, be safe out there. And I uh, hope to have you back on the show. I know you're always busy doing something. And also, you know, if you need actually a physical trainer, therapist, anything like that, uh, Evan from Moto Monkey School does that as well. And uh, he's really good. So, I mean, you can uh, learn how to ride a motorcycle as well as getting uh, physical training, which is uh, really nice to have at the same time, especially if you're going out on a racetrack, you know, that type of thing. Right on, right on. So, anyhow, uh, we were just talking earlier, and, uh, you know, the rain's been out here and such. And, uh, well, uh, Brian, you had a topic you want to talk about. Yeah, I've got a piece of unfortunate news for the uh, dual sport fan club out there. Um, multiple sources, including the Oakland Motorcycle Club, have confirmed that there's going to be no Sheet Iron 300 this year. Um, I don't know if uh, everybody's aware, but usually this race runs from Stonyford to Fort Bragg and back over a period of two days. Um, unfortunately, the wildfires burned Stonyford to the ground, um, and all the rain we've had recently has just washed out all the trails. So, OMC it has been fierce. You know, I mean, this, these storms have been relentless I mean, uh, for quite some time, not not even including last year. So, I basically, uh, the infrastructure is pretty much uh, literally washed out. It is. It's just gone. Uh, OMC is going to do a, a campground thing there at the rodeo campgrounds in Stonyford. They're still going to show okay. their support for that community. So, if you're into camping and you want to ride around in a muddy field and drink uh, a bunch of beers. Go in um, circles. <laughs> I'm sure they'll have fun. Those yeah. guys know how to have fun. That's and awesome, they're not man. giving up, but. It yeah. looks like there's going to be no formal sheet iron 300 this year, oh, so it's a, a sad day. Well, it's unfortunate. I mean, it, well, I mean, that being said, it just shows how much uh, uh, our state has gone through uh, through these recent storms and such, where it's really changing you know, the topography. Yeah, the fires as well. You know, fire, I mean, fires first, which takes out all the. The trees that hold the ground together. Yeah. And it, and it washes away. Yeah, exactly. And Hollister is a complete mess right now. They've been had the whole lower ranch closed for the past couple weekends. No, really? I'm really chomping at the bit to get out there. Yeah, I just, every weekend, it's just been, nope, <laughs> too much mud. Don't come out here unless you want to dig a hole in the ground. What are you riding? Mm. Um, normally, I'm riding my XR400. Nice. Uh, but I also have a TTR250. Uh, both of these bikes have plates on them, so you'll see me around in the city on them. Uh, the TTR250 is kind of there for if I want to take a buddy to the track, and they don't have a dirt bike. So, yeah, um, that would be a nice. The, the, I could see that being a nice little trail. I mean, something that's uh, confidence-inspiring, so to speak. If, you, if, you, if you're out there and never done it, it's it's something like get full plant, uh, you know, your feet planted, and has enough power to not get you in trouble. And yeah, you know. it's a little too tall for a lot of riders. That's one problem. Is if you're not so over it's modern suspension. Yeah, if you're not over five nice. six, five seven, you're not riding that bike. Now, the, wow. ni- the nice thing for uh, new riders is that it's an electric start, so there's no more killing it uphill and getting frustrated trying to kick it like there is with my XR400, so that's very confidence-inspiring that you can just touch that button and get back on the road. Well, I'm not, I'm not a big uh, dirt bike rider, though. I've been with Wade, uh, i probably say, three times in my life, which each time was just uh, an adventure was... and stories in its own right, and it was great, great times, and uh, I understand the idea of a Kickstarter and uh, the idea of a button you know i hear i hear a button's really nice (laughs) the button is nice and i'm a kickstarter snob and i love them but man 
I love that button too. <laughs> you're, you're, you're at a side of a hill. And, there, you know, uh, there's always a spot where you could use that button. Okay, I'll cheat. I use the button. <laughs> yeah, flat ground. Who cares? I'll kick it. But yeah. when you're halfway uphill and you're trying to hold the front brake and not slide backwards and get that perfect kick. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can wear yourself out just starting the bike. Oh, I did. Know? And waiting the boys happy to come by me on a fire trail. I was like, What's up, Alex? And I'm sitting there it's like, Wubba, Wubba. And so it's this guy apparently I was flooding and Wade taught me how to start a bike, a two stroke two that was a two stroke four eighty, four sixty five, four sixty five. Four sixty five. Especially IT. after they fell over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean they fell over? <laughs> Don't, yeah. Talk to me all over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Going down the hill, um, I, I never rode that bike before, and all these guys just go up this hill, just like brop, 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 right straight up a hill. You know, it's it like, a fire road hill. It was a, there was a big, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was a fire guys. road. It was a, it went uphill, but it was a fire road. I believe that was the one. So yeah, we sort of ra- usually race to the top, but that was a one. If I remember right. We came into the corner. I let dude have the lead, and it was the dustiest corner known to man. What a mistake that was, letting him go first. (laughs) And and so, yeah, dusted the whole thing out. And so by the time you got there, it all just settled again. But it was totally like six inches of dust covering everything. Yeah, <laughs> Only the first guy gets through, okay, but we sat up on top of the, like, the what, what happened? the first guy gets through ah. <laughs> Yeah, second guy gets, it was almost, you know, you almost couldn't see nothing. And we all sat up the hill and watched. <laughs> yeah. That's always fun. It was like, who's going to go next? You know. Yeah. Ah. So we got up yeah. the top of the hill and we okay. sat there for a while and you never came around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yep, got stuck. Uh, yeah, I imagine right now that place is just like uh, people are talking about, uh, Tahoe having the best snow if you can get there like forever, you know. Dirt bike is the same way. I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking once, once, once a dirt bike can get out there, it's supposed to be, you yeah. know. Yeah, another couple and, weeks and yeah. it's dry. It's dried out a perfect. little bit. It's, it's snowing in Malibu. It's snowing in in LA. The the grapevine is closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from it's, snow. Isn't that great? Well, we're going to have like a shit ton of water for recreational sports as well. I remember, you know, a while back, uh, you know, uh, drought time. I mean, I'd go through Barry SOA and other ways. And, you know, there, there's a whole industry that, that, that survives on water sports. And uh, now they're all back. You've got a boating industry, jet ski industry, you know, and, and the communities that thrive around that, you know, yeah. and, and, and the valleys and such, you know. So it's really, really great. So it's really good for, for everybody involved, you know. Jet ski mechanics are back to work, you know. And they got they got one thousand two strokes out there. Apparently, you get a jet ski on a water. I don't know. Have you boys been on one? Never been on a jet ski. Um, 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 the old ones, way back when. <laughs> they got like a ninja jet ski now. It's just like. And they're just you know fairly you want quite one. incredible. You, you know? know you want one. Of course. You know, who wouldn't, you know? They got submarine things and shark things and stuff that goes under the water also. Oh, I've seen that. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Oh, you know you want one. <laughs> or or the little, little hoverboard 
that shoots the water underneath you and yeah. you cruise around in the sky. That's always that? an interesting one. You're like, um, you know, uh, the, the, the villain guy who's in his hydroplane thingy, but it's on the water. And it's really, it's basically, I think it's a jet ski motor that you have a hose to and it just propels you in the air. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, really yeah. wild. It's great if you can control it. Yeah, well, as I soon mean, as you little bloop, it takes a certain type of rider to be out there on one of those things. I gotta say, you know, yeah, how's the like, learning curve? Yeah, exactly. And the hoverboard, you know, but you do it, man. You're, you're a badass. You know, it's like everybody wants one. There, you know, well, we're still trying to work on the jetpack, which we haven't had yet. But uh, you know, well, sooner or later, they're out there. We'll, we'll get one. We are right. So, anyways, uh, let's see here. I believe uh, Wade, we got the uh, mile coming up again, and uh, I had pictures May somewhere. Right? Yeah, May, and uh, so uh, I had our friend that uh, 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 Mr. Cervetti, Cliff Cervetti, yeah, yeah, boy, he came into my shop, Tokyo Moto, and it was really cool. He's just sitting up there, and it's like. Yeah, I'm dropping these off. And it's like, dude, I know a guy who's racing out there. He goes, yeah, who's that? It's like, Wade Boyd. He's, no, he's not racing that one. He's racing with me on Saturday. We're going to be busting bars. Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. All right. So it's like, we're going to be busting bars. Apparently, he's, you and he are going to be racing. It was so funny because it was just like, he's talking like a racer. And it's like, you, you know, go. he totally knows you. He knows. It's like, yeah, yeah, we'll be banging bars, I believe is what the terminology is. I hope so. He's been on <laughs> the really sidelines cool, for too long. You know? Yeah. The, yeah. It was really neat to, to hear him talk about that. And it was just like, this gentleman is uh, older than I am, but I bet you he's faster. You know, you got to watch out for those guys. You know, so it was really nice to hear about, uh, you know, a relationship with you. And you've mentioned him here uh, before, and we've talked about him before. And I mentioned in a, it's like I talked to him, it's like, yeah, man, I remember that bike. He goes, yeah, Wade took this out a couple of times. And I go, yeah, I was at the house when you started it the first time, you know, over in Noe Valley. Yeah. Dropping it down the hill, you know, get get that sucker yeah, started. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that'll like, get me in trouble. You talk about that. That one. Uh-oh. That, that was great. Yeah, I got to ride his ride his bike for a minute. And what bike? It was a Honda 350 and a 250 350. I think it's 350 in a champion frame. Yeah. With, with the everything. It's a so proper. <laughs> yeah, he he's got the everything. So uh, his dad owned the the Norton shop or whatever in San Francisco forever and and yeah, yeah. and. Uh-huh. And so he was a little kid, and anyhow, he was born here, grew up here. He has so much local, local knowledge and everything, photographs, blah, blah, blah. His dad was like, you know, in with everything. Well, uh, probably and, legendary like your dad. I mean, the motorcycle community is always a tight community. So if you're here, and especially at the start of it, I mean, a name's a name, you yeah. know, and, uh, you know, it's like, it's really, really cool. And uh, let's, let's really hope let's get him on our show. I was mentioning, it's like, you got to come on our show, man. So yeah. I, I imagine it would be great stories. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. He's so got, hopefully, he's uh, got so soon. much photographs. Yeah. He, he really wow. knows the history. I went off to Marin County and did whatever. And anyhow, he's 10 years ahead of me or so. And he knows a little bit of everybody and everything and what actually went down. Yeah. You know, so. yeah, it's a history book. Yeah, he's, he's a walking he's awesome. history book. Yeah, just like Mr. Bailey when we saw him. Exactly, you he's know, got that was some great. Re- he's know. got some really yeah. neat toys, but he had some. Yeah. He was he's a uh, 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 Vietnam vet and everything, and had pro- issues and problems, and so anyhow, he hasn't been riding. He went off um, sprint car racing and 
for a while and stuff. Anyhow, so he, anyhow, between that and having wow. problems, he hasn't been racing, so he's been threatening to come out and ride again. And well, so I, I hope he makes it to the mile. Well, he was saying we he want is, to bang so that'd the bar. Be awesome. And uh, yeah, let's try and get him out here in the next couple of weeks. You know, he was very excitable. You know, was like, yeah. All right. and then yeah, he took a picture and then yeah. ended up being there. But anyhow, that's really really cool. And uh, so the, the the mile is coming up, folks, and it's a great great thing to watch. I mean, uh, Wade, uh, you boys are uh, what what organization? Are you guys, uh, you could be a vintage. Uh, what do you call that? The they have the the pro miles on Saturday. Pro mile and all the press and everything goes to the pro mile and it's great and it's grand and it's it is everything it's, it's all the stuff and we wouldn't get to play if it wasn't for those guys the next day sunday lodi is the club that's putting on the the amateur mile it's the only amateur mile i know of on the planet and if you have an ama card and a motorcycle and can buy your way in you can buy your way in and get to give it a go you know, I've been told in my life, it's like, you're an amateur road racer. And I don't like that word, amateur. You know, when they say amateur doing the mile, if you're doing the mile, you got big fucking balls and you're going fucking fast. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. and it's like, I always I didn't like that word amateur, you know, yeah. but they use it yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, so they called it vintage and, 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 and actually, yeah, you, and you're, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. There's many places where the... Uh, verbiology or whatever is actually incorrect yeah you know it's, it's not about the talent it's it's there's talent there but it's how much how big is your wallet yeah that how as big well. is your sponsor's yeah. wallet and yeah. and and you i just got, got i got run over by a buddy the other day on a thing like that it's like yeah uh, no talent's not the problem my wallet's not big enough i could ride as good or better than you or any of these guys here but you know, I need a bigger wallet. I need a bigger sponsor, as most people do, you know, but... Yeah, um, yeah, money always uh, adds to horsepower, which is always nice because horsepower makes your life just a little bit easier. Yeah, but <laughs> people people who have talent straight up have talent, and you could still be on. Yeah. You yeah. can be on a we lower yeah. lower level, struggling your ass off, and have all the talent in the world. I mean, you don't really get anywhere, which is because the problem you, we're all fighting because you don't get the chance to ride a bike that actually goes fast. Exactly, and then and, and, you know, I mean, I imagine. Imagine that's in many levels of life, you know, we're lucky to be able to have the exact machinery, yeah. the right timing. So, and yeah. So, so on like on a mile, so uh, they have these cl three classes, anything goes, any bike, any year. It's an old, um, open, un open, unlimited class. Nice. Until I went on an R1. Yeah. And then the kids are crying the because DTR one. they're riding singles and stuff. And it's really, in the old days, it was a twins race. The twins are faster than the singles. And the, mul yeah, exactly. the multis should be faster than that. Well, there's always someone making a faster motor, and then you have to catch up to them. Yeah. yeah. Joey Dunlop and, and, and uh, you know, all those big guys, they never slowed down for me. They never got on slower bikes. So anyhow, yeah, racers are racers. Racers, racers. But yeah. so similar kind of thing. The guys that that I'm playing with and or chasing at the mile are are basically the fast guys are on singles. They didn't sell twins the last generation. They didn't pump them. Uh, you, and most of people don't really build their stuff anymore. Yeah, nowadays you know, they're not framers. World. They're not this. They're not that. They're it's a motocross bike with wheels on it. 
um, is kind of what the 450s are. But so the fast guys at the miles, there's a couple 600 uh, row taxes. I'm not sure what they are, but the, basically the fast guys are on singles. Gotcha. And that's who I'm yeah, picking on, and that's why. That's why. I, it's a, if I was r- running with more four cylinders, we'd probably be going even faster. Well, yeah, it's definitely adding a different element to a sport that used to be a traditional. And you brought in a different. Uh, well, you, you you're the the monkey in the wrench, so to speak. I mean, when you first went out there, uh, first time you went out there, you were on your KLX two uh, for uh, KLX KLX six fifty six fifty. Yeah, and everyone looked as funny. I was and they laughed and they laughed, and then you cleaned all their clocks, and then you know the next time you decided to uh, bring I, a, a little. Yeah, bit for I me, said I will know. come back with a big bike, and then and then they came out with a class any bike any year so which means wrong what you brung i found an r1 to build which is perfect you know when i was uh uh getting into racing i guess you could say this was the late 80s early 90s and uh there was this uh formula usa class out there and they had it over at willow springs it lasted maybe uh i want to say not three four years but uh back then they had gsxr 1000s on nitrous they had tc 350s on nitrous they had rung what you brung so the major class which would be the formula usa was you bring something big enough they had whatever you decide to race out there proper proper you know after that that went away and i think that got kiboshed because the all the factory teams knew that if they could do that they could be beat so they didn't allow you to do all that stuff but it was very interesting for three years i got old vhs videotapes documenting this by the way i gotta find them but it was a very interesting class i was out there watching and turn to as a young buck you know want to be a racer and these mother these guys were fast <laughs> you know like holy moly Shum! and you had all the big names you know and they they had their 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 um, weaknesses and their strengths depending on how they made it fast willow springs as you know yeah. is a wide open course but i mean you can't you have to have your turbo whatever at a certain thing and it was really cool dude and i have pictures uh, i think it was robbie peterson and uh, someone else on the uh, kenny roberts 500s they were training yeah. out there too you know so it was like it was something if they're out there in the 500s to train means all these bikes just like went like stink i think uh, rich oliver was running a tz 250 350 with a nitrous is what i i, I believe you wow can, if you can do that on a two-stroke can you? Well, you can do that. Of course you can. I believe. Uh, either that or he was uh, a Oliver. He might have been with – he wasn't with Peterson. I don't think he ran with the Robert boys. But, uh, yeah, I think – I have that. You know, lately, boys, uh, girls, uh, listeners, you know uh, – Oh, they got this uh, uh, Facebook thingy, uh, you know, 1980, forever 80s, you know, have you seen with all the motorcycles and stuff? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone's pulling out their pictures, which is neat, collaboratively. I, I, you know, Facebook can be either here or there, but it's a form of communication uh, for us old folks. But anyway, everyone's pulling out all their 70s or 80s or 90s or whatever, uh, old pamphlets, old magazines, you know, pictures and everything. It's really, really fun, actually see all that old stuff and you can see all the old tracks back in the day and it's it's really yeah. neat actually uh yeah. to see all that there's like here's the 500 two stroke here's all that so it's it's pretty cool yeah and, exactly and, and way to share share all that stuff similar kind of thing so i, I want to say i was born at belmont you are i never saw belmont i was 
So it was a. Uh, it was a horse race was, track. I, I, I was there. I think most yeah. everything was a horse race track. Yeah, that's with. true, actually. But, but, but <laughs> supposedly Belmont in the 50s was the fastest thing around. Belmont Speedway? Yeah. Wow. And, and, and so there was a discussion while well, oh, you weren't there. And so Bob Camboo, who I just invited here also, That's another old timer. Nice. Anyhow, spoke up and, and told the girls that no, wah, wah, wah. Wade was actually there. I was at <laughs> Belmont. The little, the lady standing over there with the, the baby in her arms. I was the baby. Uh, you were the baby. Awesome. So that's why I was at Belmont, but I didn't actually see it. But because of Cliff and his postings and stuff on Facebook and stuff, anyhow, I've got to see a couple pictures of people and stuff at Belmont. Neat. So you're sharing history, and then you're able to, like, boy, I, I know that. Okay, yeah, able to yeah, see that. Exactly, totally. So that's kind of where my dad started racing. That's where I came into the picture and what he was doing. And so, you know, I woke up at, at, at Hayward Speedway. Awesome. The, 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 <laughs> you woke the, up. <laughs> the, saying, the saying goes, when pigs fly. Well, that was the, the 650 Triumph and BSA, whatever, the Harley, the twins, the big twins. When they fly uh -huh. over the jump, nobody told me they weren't supposed to do that. Oh, TT track. Yeah. Nice. T, yeah. They, and they had this big old jump, and, and everybody just launched off that thing. <laughs> and that's what I woke up when, to. When pigs fly. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. English steel. You know. Gravity's in its They're own. not supposed yeah. to do that. But so if you like, so I just saw this BSA article the other day, blah, blah, blah. So their ultimate was Dick Mann and Jim Rice and stuff. Those guys running BSAs around the mile on something that didn't look like a BSA, but it had a BSA motor in it. Yeah. And, and so... That's know, when they did the champion frames and such. And that was just, be to, just before yeah. that era and stuff. But the, but they were pushing BSA. Um, Harley kind of ran the show and, oh, and had the rules supposedly is the way I heard it. Yeah. But anyhow, these guys are running BSA. These are, most, most of the kids are running Triumphs. And, you know, it was a total free-for-all, but it was American racing. It was flat tracking. Yeah. It was Indians and uh, Indians and Harleys, I imagine, back in the day. Now, Indians, Indians, Indians went there? back even farther than that, and they dropped out. Indians are actually new old Indians. Oh, they, nowadays. They have, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The new ones uh, are out, but they haven't been around in Harley. I almost want to say know. the new one is a Rotax Indian, but, uh, yeah, I have to look into that a little bit more, you know. <laughs> it, it totally works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the, you know, uh, boy, you know, uh, yeah, we'll get more dates for you soon, and uh, got to come out and support any racing, you know, we're talking about. AFM's coming back out, you know, uh, in mid-March, and uh, support any type of a dirt bike riding, and especially go out there and see the mile and then here's here's the neat things that someone was mentioning the other day i was like i think they're going to have a nitro circus out there one of them boys oh you know if they have that i'll get to get the hotel room and like mm -hmm. oh yeah i go see the nitro circus you know if it ain't the time for the for the race you know those boys are great you know yep. yeah yep. it's just like they, they'll totally blow you away yeah exactly so gotta look into that as well you know that would be a that's, great weekend in sacramento that's, that's like you know? the, the monster trucks and yeah. stuff of motorcycles. Yeah, all, all the badass crazy boys that we saw back in the crusty demon and dirt days and such. You know, yeah. remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Over at Zeitgeist? Oh, boy. Each time a VHS new one came out, we had the bar shut up and 
you had a little TV and a VHS machine, and we'd all watch the Crusties. Remember that? <laughs> it was a great time. It was uh, back when it was a motorcycle bar. Anyway, so we'll be getting back to you shortly. Uh, enjoy listening to some music, and uh, thanks for joining us here at Racers Alley in the heart of Mutiny, uh, Mutiny Radio and the Mission. Yar yar. Cheers.
Holy moly. Welcome back to Razor's Alley here. Uh, Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission. Yar, yar. It's a beautiful evening. And, uh, you know, very nice out uh, considering. And uh, it's been cold lately. And uh, that being said, you know, if you're out there in the cold... Uh, Recognize that, and uh, if you have anything to give as far as clothes or stuff, always go somewhere uh, where you can actually donate clothing, any type of canned mm-hmm. foods, anything like that. Because I mean, there's a lot of people out there that really need that type of stuff, and I'm sure there's a lot of canned goods in your uh, area that uh, you just don't like beans. You know, I don't like beans, so if you have beans, get rid of all the yeah. beans in your house, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just what, like an. What did you learn today in school? Sharing. <laughs> exactly. So you know, give out and out to all these folks out there. You know, it's a, it's a really important thing. So uh, that being said, uh, you know, uh, thank you again to uh, Mutiny Radio and uh, we're going to be having a big show here, uh, the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, you know. We're going to have actually, you know, 50 comics, uh, 26 shows and uh, five days. So it's going to be a marathon, a really nice marathon and it's a great area, you know, I mean, you got to understand, I mean, we have a really nice uh, seating area, can fit 20, 30 people if you're lucky. Uh, Actually, yeah, Exactly, and then we have a stage out there, and all these comedians are going to be coming from all over, and it's really, really nice. I mean, the talent that's going to be coming, I mean, it's a festival, and it's been happening for, you know, quite some time now, and, you know, it's a, it's a really neat thing, you know? It's like, right? Everybody's going to be laughing. Be laughing exactly. room only. Yeah, and it's a, it's, a, it's a really nice place here, and, um, yeah, around here, it's a nice place to walk, and, uh, you know, there's food and such, and uh, it's, it's... It's always yeah, sunny. Bring a day. It's know? always sunny in the mission, and... With comedy club and everything, everybody's going to be such in good mood and big jokes right and left. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, really, come on down. You know, it's going to be between uh, March 1st and March 5th. And uh, Media Radio Comedy Festival, Pamtastic is awesome, you know. And also, that being said, you know, on Monday she has her show. It's just like, if you want to learn to be a comedian, I mean, you know, it's it's kind of weird. You know, it's like going to creative writing class, and uh, they're going to ask you to actually... Uh, read in front of the class. That takes some R. And, uh, you know, as a Stand high school kid. Hard. Yeah, right? And then, you know, as a high school kid, and you end up poetry and stuff. All right. I like stand up. It was yeah. just like, oh, yeah. It wasn't my favorite either. Busted. Oh. Yeah. The girls looking at you, they're going, wah, wah. But, uh, yeah, you know, so it takes a lot. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of sports or whatever, you know, that you can do something. And, you know, the, the gratification or the the, the, you know, other things. It takes time to see, you know. Uh, being a comedian, right now, right there said, if you do not do good, uh, empty. See that dead space I just heard? Dead space. Ow. You are. Ow. And that's really, really gutsy to be a comedian out there. And it's like, you know, uh, go out there and do your thing. You know, it's like uh, every night it just does this battle. And uh, yeah, uh, cheers to all you guys out there. I can see you very, very brave and awesome, you know, because all you want to do is make us laugh and have a good time. And, you know, that's what really everyone needs to be appreciate. Yeah. You know, uh, unlike, uh, well, yeah, it's just really great. It's an art form in its own right. You know, and um, yeah, all they want to do is want to make you laugh. So, you know, <laughs> Mutiny Radio, we're always here. And on yeah. Fridays as well, you know, Pam Taxic has her comedy clubhouse. So you can actually watch the comedians who have actually, a lot of them have been in her uh, earlier, uh, you know, learning how to be a comedian. And then you just start racing. So yeah. then you become a comedian, right? <laughs> the world's much happier when it's laughing. Exactly. You know, it's like, that's really awesome, right? <laughs> you know. 
Right on, right on. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Wonderful. It's really fun DJing for you tonight. Thanks for the opportunity. You know, yeah. I like to play some old old metal, new metal, not necessarily, quote, new metal. Um, you know, bring some new stuff by so that you can listen to. Tonight was a little noisy, and that's the way I like to keep it. Oops, what's you know, he doing? It's absolutely a pleasure to, to be here, and I'm glad that I showed you how to run the record player a little bit, so... No, it's really awesome. You know, it's like, uh, it's, it's, uh, like Wade, uh, we were just mentioning in our break, it's like, um, it's invigorating. You know, it's nice to have some, uh, well, uh, our own music, you our know. And uh, now that uh, Brian has actually taught me after, uh, shoot, when did we start this? Uh, four or five months ago. So, Ryan actually showed me how to actually work these machines here. And I'll have some Cheech and Chong or something out here in the future as well. And Brian, you're always welcome. And, yeah, I'll uh, be back for sure. Which really nice, you know. I mean, um, yeah, it's like I can chill out with Wade for a sec. I don't have to worry about this in the last. You know, I'm sure you're sick of uh, hearing my cheap trick for the like thirtieth time here. It, uh, it beats the uh, Weezer CD. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Weezer, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> basically, we ride bikes and we got all kind of buttons and stuff in front of us, and it's like, what do you do there? Yeah. So yeah, uh, we're learning every time, and uh, like Wade said, we need to persevere. At one point, you know, I was getting a little de uh, dejected and whatever. Anyhow, um, yeah, it's good to be plowing along and uh, further, further, and we're going to have a great time. Uh, this year, uh, starting March, you know, we'll all be racing again. We're going to have some great guests. I'm going to start bringing in people at the track. You know, um, we're just getting this ball rolling, and uh, it's great now. We have our own music, and uh, from here on in, uh, really, uh, next month, we're going to start racing again. We're going to go out there and talk to the folks out there and talk to the rest and have some people come in here you know we'd like to have guests talk about that you know uh, you know uh, people who do suspension people who do tires I mean out there I mean uh, do representatives a too you know yeah Maybe you know take a mic like out a, to the track and talk yeah, to somebody so, there so, that's what Wade is doing so, yeah. similar kind of thing so so we were at, at Miller I was with Rich we were with the we built got this uh, moto goozy that was built special to go to the Manx blah 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 we, so we just did Phillip Island with it anyhow we were at Miller the other day, the end of the last year, and so he's putting new tires on it. We got new slicks and stuff, and he's he's um, really working on the tire pressure on for the, each tire and what it's doing, and the, so the tire pressure actually goes down to temperature. How? What temperature is your tire running? What temperature does your tire actually want to run at? What are they made for? So that you know, hmm. is it a, a elevation or uh, elevation just affects getting, that too? But no, temperature it's, is the big it's, driver. It's basically just temperature. Interesting. If your tires don't get up to temperature, you want to adjust your tire pressure. To get it there to, quicker. To get it quicker. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Old school. Yeah, exactly. So, so the, you know, so there is a little math to just temperatures alone. But the, the new tires are really, most all of them are really nice and everything. But you got to have pressure. Um, but then on the other hand, so Christine doesn't like her tire pressure up on her KLR. To go, she commutes to go to back and forth to work on, but she's really short. It's lowered. It's this and that and anything. She likes it. She's got three corners, four corners on the way to work. <laughs> okay. I, li I like it sluggish with low pressure. 
really hogging that road. And because it does funny things, and it's like, and what does that mean? Is it squared? Yeah. Well, yeah. people prefer certain things for their certain writing. You know, yeah. I've seen, I've seen, you know, working at a shop, I'd say, you see a lot of different tire thingies. You know, it's like uh, a lot of time is like, uh, especially out there, folks. If you're listening uh, in the uh, novice nature, uh, yeah, check your tire pressure, man. You know, half the time they'll come in and it's like, man, there's just something wrong with my front end. And it's like, yeah, it's at 15 pounds. You know, so <laughs> put up your tire pressure. Check them all the time, especially in the cold. You know, that's a pretty big deal. You know, uh, going in the shop, get a lot of things like that. You know, and uh, especially in San Francisco, always, always, always lock your bike. You know, Jesus. Every time and with a disc brake. Yeah, and it. if you can, have a cover. You know, I, I work at a shop, and boy, you know, if it ain't if it ain't bolted down, they'll they'll take it. You know, it's really true. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's terrible. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like we've been there. Uh, no kidding. So yeah. So anyways, uh, let's see here. What are we gonna do next? We're gonna be racing AFM. We're gonna be racing uh, the mile. And then watching there. Daytona. Watching Daytona. That, that's the next big one. Yeah, that's uh, coming up. I remember back in the yeah. old days, we all go to Zeke's. Then, yeah, uh, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Great so, we did that times. last couple of years. It's it's <laughs> yeah. really neat race. Mostly six hundred and stuff. Um, <laughs> if you have a twin, you can have a thousand. But they it's they have they have the two big banks. They have an infield and they have a, what they call a bus stop on the back straightaway. But it's super fast, and you still got to you know, it's hard to get a top 10 bike. Well, I mean, in the end, yeah, just like uh, uh, other other races we talk about, you have to have a super bike, and it's built for that, that only. You and know? and, and, and you, uh, you need to have the connection, kind of, kind of, sort of, to, to have a bike that could possibly win. Well, Sparky, I believe. Uh, I mean, Sparky seems to be a Sparky has a R6 that uh, Wade and the sponsor built up, and I think that thing was touched, right? It was totally touched, and it was retouched and everything. And everybody at Daytona has the same fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. Except for the fast guys, they run an octave above. Well, that's that's and what you get on obtainium. <laughs> you know, it's like oh oh. Well, how could you? You know, I forget how we said it, but it's like you'll never get those kind of numbers with. And connection without the connection. Yeah, yeah. You know, but we've been lucky. You know, I remember uh, there's a couple of times we've actually had some nice bikes, you know. Uh, you know, back yeah. in the day, uh, you gotta, we had you a gotta slick keep bike. pushing forward, uh, keep pushing forward. Otherwise, you don't ever have a chance. You'll just be what, another fan. Yeah, but it's. Remember having a really nice bike? Uh, slick. Yeah, slick that bike. That was a I, really I, nice bike. I had we were at the Isle of Man, and um, you know, uh, made some Wade made some connections, uh, and uh, he was able to rent a bike from a builder out there. And uh, what was that? What was that we got? It was a O3 GSXR 600 super bike, hand built super bike. Yeah, wubba. You know, it was it was dynamite. So, but was it that was uh, 03 or whatever? Anyhow, '94, ten years earlier, I got the same kind of bike, an, an F2 from Ron Grant. Yeah, nice. And and I didn't get the top ten bike, dude. This bike is not the bike that you let me ride the other day. 
But you got a but really was, badass bike. It was the fastest bike I ever got to ride. More, no kidding. More than 10 minutes. And the F2 is, uh, you know, that's an exceptional motorcycle, actually. I mean, uh, back then I was FCR and that. I mean, those are the boys. I mean, they didn't have a GSX-R 600. You yeah, know my I mean? first two years I was on the the, Hur- the Honda Hurricane. Yep. Just, <laughs> just before that. And, 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 and I'm running production stuff. And, 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 and anyhow, they, yep. they went to the F2. And this is the Alaman, folks. Which was the big thing, and you know they progressed on since then. But so yeah, Ron was hand building everything. They touched this, they touched that. I took notes on everything. I went over early. I got to see what they were actually doing. But so we actually built three bikes, and 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 and. But like I told them, it's not the top ten bike. It's not. You let me ride a bike over there. The bike that um, Brian Reed was riding. I got to test ride. How come this and this and this and happened? Supposedly, um, and you know, supposedly the bike blew up. But ride this thing and tell me if it blew up. No, it runs so good, so good. So on that one there, it was like try to keep it under thirteen because it'll blow up past fourteen. Yeah, that's the thing about. Uh uh, massage bikes, you gotta really keep them in the parameters, otherwise, you're in a world of shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, well, they Been around need, that block, you need you a know. new motor, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyhow, you know, it's like a great being here, and uh, you know, uh, I want to say again, thanks to uh, Milk Crate Brian, and uh, he's been our uh, DJ tonight. And uh, we got one more round, I think, and uh, we'll be heading on out. And uh, like I said, please uh, try and uh, come here for the uh, meeting race. Radio Comedy Festival, you know, I gotta say, 50 comics, 26 shows in five days between March 1st and 5th. Dude, you gotta come by. You know, bring a girl. Or at, and, least, uh, at least listen. Yeah, at least listen. That as well, you know, it's just like R.E.R. Thanks for, you know, uh, being here as well. And uh, we're gonna have uh, one more music session before we go. Goodbye, right, Brian? Yeah, R-E-R. of course. We'll it's like, just a couple It's more. really, really neat, you know, it's nice to have music, gotta say. <laughs> Alright, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, yeah.
Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, uh, thank you for joining us again over here at uh, Racer's Alley at Meany Radio here in the heart of the mission. I mean, uh, it's always wonderful, you know. Uh, and uh, in the future, you know, you can always call us at 415-550-0511 and uh, should be able to figure out how to answer the phone now, I believe. And, uh, you know, you can always say, hey, uh, wherever you are in the world. I know uh, Wade knows a gazillion people out there would like not to, would like to talk, uh, what, right? Wait. From almost any country. Yeah, exactly. So There's you know, TT fans, race fans, everywhere. It would be neat, you know, to have uh, some some of you folks reach out and say, "Hey, how you doing? How you doing, Wade? How you doing, Alex?" So yeah, you can always find it at four one five 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 zero zero five one one and uh, say hey to us at Racers Alley. And uh, you can always, as well, I mean, if you have any questions in any uh, aspects of racing, you can always say hello. Hey, dudes, what you doing? So anyways, uh, we're we're on our time here, Wade. Uh, let's say, uh, Brian, come on and say good night and thank you very much for being here, dude. Right on. Yeah, good night, everybody. Hope I didn't make your ears bleed too much. No, <laughs> awesome. Right on, right on, Wade. Yeah. Let's uh, say good night. Thank you at Racer's Alley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good night, y'all. Good night, y'all. Be safe. Right on, Brian. Thank you for being here. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Aloha, mutineers. Stolowitz here. People ask me. Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast and you can San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun!
1969 gold Cadillac with the white material that drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around, ended on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. Good I am I'm a total Hello, Blake. Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Nine months ago, a small, hand-wrought baton began a journey in John O'Groats, Scotland, packed tenderly into the crusty saddlebags of some adventuress next to her underwear and can opener. At present, the thing is several time zones away, but on its way to San Francisco next month, Friday, October 4th, we will be celebrating its arrival with a party at Moto Guild on Treasure Island. Join us in welcoming the baton and her bearers, the Women's Riders World Relay, to Northern California, making its way back to Europe via everywhere from the furthest reaches of six continents, Europe, the Middle East, Asia, Oceania, and on its way across North and South America, igniting a global sisterhood of inspirational women to promote courage, adventure, unity, and passion for biking. There'll be music, food, entertainment, neat bikes to look at, stories to swap, art to ogle, purchase, and people to meet. Everyone is, of course, invited to bring the whole family. Admission is free, but bring a few bucks for food, bevies, a raffle, and cool stuff from vendors. On Friday, October 4th, San Francisco will be celebrating the arrival of the Baton in California at Moto Guild on Treasure Island from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Come celebrate your love of the motorcycle and the women who ride them. For more information on the party and other awesome motorcycle-related tidbits, join the Dames Don't Care Motorcycle Collective on Facebook. For lots of info on the relay, visit womenridersworldrelay.com. Hope to see you there at Moto Guild on Friday, October Fourth with Dames Don't Care. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? 
I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke works. Whoa. Oh my God. Um, I'd like to congratulate all of you on making it here. We survived impeachment. Woo. Apparently, that's like a Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor now. Impeachment ice cream. It's not my joke, I just saw it on Twitter. So, I'd like to start with some trivia, briefly. How many indigenous natives inhabit the burning Amazon rainforest? How many Brazilians? Fucking Brazilians of them. Guys, I think we should probably try to save the planet, you know? Like, I feel like we should do enough about climate change at least to make sure the Earth lasts until we can find out how hot Greta Thornburg's gonna turn out, because Jesus Christ. We're gonna need at least a few more years, guys. I actually saw a, um, a pro-life billboard the other day. It said, real men love babies. I just wanted to put a NAMBLA logo on it. Just slap one of those. Uh, some of you look like you might not know, some of you definitely know what NAMBLA is. <laughs> some of you guys I can tell from the mustache. But if you don't know, NAMBLA is the North American Man-Boy Love Association. They advocate for pedophiles. That's what they advocate. They're lobbyists. That, just because they lobby for pedophiles, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily, they're all pedophiles. Yes, they're pedophiles. So, okay, it might seem confusing. I'll explain how it works. This is how it works. So they're like, okay, we represent the pedophiles. Pedophiles have rights. They're citizens. Often Congress people. You know, they have rights. So they're like, well, okay, so fine. So you don't want us. We won't. We can't. You, we shouldn't. You don't want us to fuck your kids. Wait, can we fuck you? No. Cool, we won't fuck your kids, you know. We didn't even want to fuck your kids. Fine, but we have rights. We can still go to the park and sit on the bench. No, we can't go to the park. All right, fine. Fine, we'll stay away from the park, but we still have rights. We can, I don't know, build life-size, anatomically correct robot dolls, and no, we can't. And then we're like, go away, please go away. That's how NAMBLA works. Some of you guys know, um, they say Negroes can't swim. 
you know? Yeah, they say neighbors can't swim. But my great uncle used to go swimming all the time before he drowned. <laughs> they could not get him out of the river, man. Actually, Negroes can't swim is just the beginning of the whites only sign at the pool. <laughs> Negroes can't swim in this pool, go drown in the river. Welcome back. Buster Keaton, I love you. <laughs> I went to the mall the other day. I went to Costco. The main difference between Costco and a refugee camp is the savings. <laughs> I went to Five Guys. Five Guys did not give a fuck about your peanut allergy. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. But back in the day, the doctor wouldn't sit you down and say, your son has a peanut allergy. He would just tell you, your son is dead. Would you like a peanut? They're delicious. I was eating this cheeseburger. I got some melted cheese on the bottom of my shoe. And for a second, it was like I could moonwalk, man. It was so cool. Like I figured it out. That's how you moonwalk. You get some cheese on your shoe, then you rape a kid and you can moonwalk. That's how, that's how you moonwalk. I was, uh, I was walking, walking in the fluorescent light of the mall and I saw this young white teenager make eye contact with me and under his breath he goes, my nigger. Yeah, a Denzel fan. Exactly. So I wasn't sure what to do. Like, do I chase this kid down? Do I yell at him? Do I fight a child on camera? Do I go to jail today? So then I figured out my secret weapon. I felt terrible for the rest of the day. Secret weapon. I actually witnessed a murder outside the layover in Oakland, at 15th and Franklin. I said that at Edinburgh, and this white guy who obviously hasn't been in the Bay that long, he he couldn't believe it. He wouldn't believe, he was like, you're lying, you witnessed a murder in West Oakland? No way, man. Fucking gentrification. So I witnessed, the way I know it was a murder, 